0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we're going to talk about which men have trouble empathizing with women. But before we do that, we're going to talk about joining and subscribing. My most recent subscriber episode was one about when you're triggered by uh, posts and podcasts where I tell one person to change and what this means about you and how you were raised. So that's a super important, potentially, you know, real insight creating podcast to listen to. So you should definitely subscribe to get that one and uh, over 130 something others. All right. Um, So let's move on to today's topic, which is uh, there are certain men, and I see them in couples counseling and in individual counseling, and they have a lot of trouble empathizing with women. And um, certainly there's women who have trouble empathizing with men too, but you know, Men are, men are more often main characters, quite honestly, in movies and books. And, you know, I mean, they are, they are generally who things are written about. It's kind of women are more empathic generally. You know, they understand more about emotions. So I've never really seen uh, a, an equivalency in this where the same amount of women have trouble empathizing with men as the inverse. Usually women can empathize all right with men, except for the sex part, because that they, they just have never felt anything like it sometimes, like the sex drive that a man has. And so they really um, don't get it. And so, so much of my work is focused on teaching women what it is like to be a man, what sex means to a man, what physical touch means to a man, etc. But in terms of like seeing what a man would be insecure about or things like that, women are usually a little bit better. Than men are quite honestly they are you know they've, they've been studying men women like Cosmo magazine and 17 magazine is all like what's he thinking you know like you've been like trying to figure out men since the time you were like you know 12 years old for most women and and so and they get better at it they like novels they like stories they like thinking about feelings you know, they, they're, they're just a little better at empathizing. And the majority of men think that. And you could see by who goes into certain professions, most therapists are women. And that's people who are really into emotions and into empathizing. Um, and teachers, most caretaking, you know, nurses, these kind of people, right? And so anyway, uh, which men, though, are particularly bad at empathizing with women? Well, let's start with who's particularly good at it. The men who are particularly good at empathizing with women women usually had a close relationship with their mother, Uh, not in mesh, not some crazy thing where they're like a surrogate spouse. Um, But, you know, they love their mother. Their mother talks to them, you know, about things, feelings, her thoughts, her day, what she does all day, whatever. And sisters, if you have sisters, then you tend to be better at empathizing with women because you grew up side by side with a woman particularly a sister who is in the same age bracket, then it's kind of hard to think that you don't understand women because you've been growing up right alongside with a woman. And you might have been kind of similar all along, and then hormones came, and then she shifted and started caring about certain things that you didn't care about, makeup and clothes and whatever. And then you understood that, you know, women are different, but they still come from the little girl that was just your sister and their human being you know, and while this may not seem like an epiphany, it is for some men. Uh, Why else do men struggle with empathizing? Well, there's more men that are on the spectrum, you know, that have trouble, that are what we used to call Asperger's, and now it's all autism spectrum. So men who have trouble empathizing with feelings in general and expressing feelings in, you know, verbally and understanding when they have feelings. So that's something called alexithymia. There are more men are alexithymic meaning that they cannot even identify their emotions and i have posts about alexithymia if you want to uh read that on drpsychmom.com so there's more men on the spectrum there's more men who are alexithymic men are raised not to think much about feelings or empathy as much as women are you know and so if that's like more how men just are is like less open and aware of their own emotions now which men are going to be worse Uh, compared to others, men that didn't have sisters or that were not close to their sisters at all, either in age or emotionally, and men that did not have close relationships with a mother, especially a mother who was a more emotional person. So if you think that your mom was great, but honestly, you kind of have no idea what the hell she thought about all day or, you know, what she did, Then, or I mean, what she did is pretty obvious, but you know, if you have no idea about the internal workings of your mother at all, then, you know, it's going to be hard for you to understand your now adult mother or wife that, that is at the same age and stage that your mother was when you were young. I mean, shit, you didn't understand your mother then, so you don't understand your wife when she's at this stage now. You know, and if you're already somebody who struggles with feelings and emotional expression in general, I mean, this all comes back to the same thing. Right. I mean, so a woman who is less emotionally expressive is not going to teach emotions and emotional expression to her children, especially the boy. Women just kind of love the boy. They don't feel like they have to instruct him in certain ways, which is why I'm always encouraging women to share their feelings more with their sons so that, and I have a post on that. It's like, women, share your feelings with your son to make him a better husband later or something like that. Um, Because women, a lot of women just feel like their role with a boy is just to love him and to protect him and facilitate his development. Whereas with a girl, it's more of an instructional role of how to be a woman. So there's more engagement on, you know, what to do, what to think, how to act. And with a boy, it's more like, you know, hug him, make him a sandwich, ask about his day. But a lot of women also don't really think the boy would be interested in anything that they do or that they think about, especially if they have low self-esteem. So if you have a low self-esteem, not very emotionally expressive mother that really ends up not teaching the boy a lot about women and if he doesn't have any sisters then he's kind of screwed and these are the men that like literally do not understand women at all you know and then I mean it it goes even further because men don't usually watch tv shows for women you know and they don't read novels where women star you know like everybody's got to read about Holden Caulfield right and Catcher in the Rye but I can't really think of, of a classic book where the protagonist is a female that is like the favorite of boys. I don't, it didn't really used to be like that. Maybe it is now. Maybe the curricula are being refurbish and that would be great quite honestly there's actually studies that show that reading literary fiction can enhance empathy and uh, I would only imagine that that would be amplified if it was an opposite gender protagonist which it usually was for women reading books in general because it was usually a guy you know that was the protagonist but, but if, uh, if, if boys and this is I actually do recommend this for my male clients, if they struggle with empathy, I recommend books where the where the uh, protagonist is a female. One good one most recently that I read is How to Love Your Daughter by Hila Bloom, H-I-L-A space B-L-U-M, Hila Bloom. It's a really good book about uh mother, daughter, enmeshment, and I had been uh you know, recommending it to a few clients who I thought would benefit, but right now it's uh, relevant So <laughs> to our topic. So why don't you read that one if you're a guy? Also read it if you're a woman. If you're a woman, it's a really good book. You're a woman who's a mother, who has a mother, it's, it's really good. But anyway, so, but men don't usually read novels and they certainly don't read novels where the main character is a woman. So the point is that a lot of men have no fucking idea. Like literally, that's why I write posts like, men, here are nine things that your wife thinks about all day. And that post by itself was like super popular and men were writing in and they were like, holy shit, this really helped me understand my wife. Men don't understand how much the woman thinks about her body. They don't understand stand how much she thinks about food. They don't understand how important the kids are. They know the kids are important, but they don't know that she thinks about the kids and their emotional and moral development like constantly. They don't understand her insecurities, her guilt. Um, constantly, she's thinking about ways to balance being a mother, a wife, uh, uh, an employee, this, that, and the other. I mean, they just have no idea. And of course, to some degree, women do not understand how much, for example, the man worries about money. But you know what? They understand it a little bit more than than the than the converse, than men understand how much the woman worries about her body. Just as an example. So the men that particularly struggle with this, again, they did not have emotionally expressive mothers, they were not raised with with sisters. And often they don't have daughters because if they have daughters, then then they have like a crash course in understanding a woman is a tiny little girl. And then they understand her all the way up through. But men, I mean, so so what would a worst case be? A guy who's a little bit on the spectrum, not enough that anybody would diagnose him. But, you know, is just really not an emotional guy, really does not understand feelings, was raised by an unemotional mother. And has only had sons or hasn't had kids yet, and didn't have sisters or wasn't close to them. And is in more of a math, science, business occupation that's male-dominated, so he didn't really understand, you know, get to know any females really closely in work. And then this guy gets into couples counseling, and I say like almost the most basic things about women, like you know the one about sex drive going down over time, and they are like just fucking like it's like epiphany central, like thing after thing, you know, it's like they, it's like gospel, like pearls are dripping from my mouth because they've never understood anything. Which brings us to why they don't understand anything in the real, in like just currently, forget about the past. Women that are married to these guys, they they really overestimate the amount that the guy knows because they are a woman. So they think certain things are obvious. For example, that the sex drive goes down over time. Not that uh, there's, women do not know that before it happens. (laughs) 100%. Like that's, it's like, whoa, what? Like this new guy with his awesome penis is not going to make me want to have sex twice a day for the rest of my life. Holy shit. But then of course, when it happens, they become aware like, okay, now I'm pregnant or now I have a baby. So this is different. And so then these women who are not the most, you know, confident women that marry these kind of guys, because these kind of guys aren't the most, aren't the best with women. So people who are not as confident tend to marry each other. So these guys aren't super confident with women. And so they end up marrying women that are not super confident with with guys. And so these women do not kind of explain what goes on in their head because they're really not confident, you know, that they're very interesting. And they think that the guy must understand them. It's a common human assumption. If you think something, then it's hard to perspective take and understand that everybody doesn't understand what's going on in your head. You know, if, if you know something to be real and true, it's hard to understand that, that, you know, it's theory of mind. It's hard to understand that everybody doesn't understand what you think inside your head. So anyway, these guys partner themselves with women who don't really take a very instructive role in helping them understand women because they are not very confident in, in taking such a role. They're not super confident people. So what do you do in this situation where like you have realized over time that your husband really doesn't understand you or women at all? Or maybe it's coming up time to understand your daughter because she's gotten older and she's not an adolescent and the things that he's saying have like nothing to do with reality or whatever the case may be. You're realizing that, you know, your husband doesn't understand you after years together. Well, you've got to really try to teach him. This is something that people this is like the key um this is the best part about therapy or couples therapy is the instructional component of it right where either I if I'm with a man individually if he's my individual client I can talk to him about women but in couples counseling I can help the woman teach the guy about what goes on in her head and of course the inverse as well him he teaches her about what's going on in his head but there's so many people that do not think that they have to do this or should have to do this or that this is done or how to do this and these men luck out when they marry women that are very um emotionally expressive and very verbal which sometimes they do so a lot of times guys that are on the spectrum will specifically literally marry therapists i've seen this happen so many times um and then the therapist is like this shit is even beyond me i need even a higher level therapist (laughs) like like you know not higher level in terms of um Like there's a ranking, but you know, like the therapist will come to couples therapy to get like another therapist who's supposed to be their therapist to teach their husband because she just can't even do it anymore. But instinctively, the guys who are not as emotionally aware or expressive sometimes really are drawn to women who are super emotionally expressive because their instinct teaches them that they don't know anything about this. And like, basically, if they're going to raise kids with somebody, it's got to be somebody who's like way off the charts and this thing that they're way off under you know like they're they're bad at right so instinctively, sometimes they're drawn to more emotional women. So a best case scenario for this kind of man is if he's with a woman who's like, no, this is what I think. This is what I think about. I think about this and this is what women are like. And this is this is what your sister's probably thinking. Oh, we should get this gift for your mother because your mother thinks this or that. Or, you know, and like these guys, it's like an epiphany. It's like, it's like somebody is like looking at their... Uh, their family, this is very common in the honeymoon stage, by the way. So this guy that doesn't understand women or emotions for shit gets together with this woman that's super into emotions and people. And she's like, oh my God, the dynamic between your brother and your mother is so interesting. He's like, the hell are you talking about? What? You know, and and she has like all these insights about his upbringing. She finds him so interesting. And, you know, and, and this is the first time he's ever thought that he has anything like an interesting story because his house was just his house. The people in it were just the people in it. And that is what it is. And so the problem with this relationship comes when she's so hyped up on teaching him all about the world and the world of emotions and people that she forgets that he's not and and he's very, you know, happy and and loving, but he's not emotionally aware enough. You know, he's listening, he's learning, but he himself is not able to make any insights and he can't really pick up on anything without her telling him. And so this is how these women end up in couples counseling so many years later saying, I never realized, but he doesn't really, you know, know me. And he doesn't really ask anything about knowing me. And we were really not on the same page at all because I don't think he understands feelings. And I think I was just kind of teaching him about them all these years. And he just never, you know, asked about mine or cares about mine. And he knows nothing that I think or no matter what I tell him, he's, he's always kind of so off. And these are a lot of times guys that have not been diagnosed yet with, um, you know, being on the spectrum. Or, or sometimes they are just guys that were really raised in unemotional households and they're kind of unemotional guys and this just is not their language. They just can't do it. And I I talk about this when I say about highly sensitive women married to, quote, highly insensitive people. Well, there I talk about people who can withstand anything and nothing really bothers them. But there are actually highly insensitive in the real definition of the word insensitive people where they just are tactless and they just have no um, understanding of, of feelings or emotions. And those relationships tend to go worse over time you know, the woman gets more and more frustrated with that she never feels fully understood. And couples counseling can help. It can't turn the guy into somebody who's awesome with feelings instinctively, but it can certainly take the load off of the woman of constantly self-explaining and help, you know, another person come in and, and uh, instruct the guy in what she's thinking and also help her to have more compassion again for him. You know, because sometimes she loses compassion. She almost thinks that he's a robot, so it kind of doesn't matter how she acts and if she sleeps with him or if she's nice to him at all, because from her perspective, he barely has any feelings. And of course, that's not true. He just can't really uh, access and express the feelings. So, you know, it's like if a tree falls in the forest type of thing. If a man has an emotion, but he can't express it, you know, is he a robot? You know, sometimes his wife will say yes. It doesn't really mean that he is. You know, so anyway, um, if this resonates with you and you're the man in this situation and you're very bad with feelings and you've always women have just been kind of a black box to you and you have no fucking idea what they think, um, therapy can really help. It, it is you're probably going to want to get a male therapist to be your spirit guide on that journey. But, you know, you should probably just get a woman for obvious reasons because she's a woman. You know, so women know what women think better than men do, even like the men that think they know a lot about women. Same thing. I mean, you know, if if you're a woman, you know, and you really want to know what a man thinks, read some shit written by a man. Get a male. It's, it's like it's not it's not functionally equivalent because like it it's funny, like I was going to say get a male therapist. and I was like, this, say get a male therapist because otherwise it seems like you're, you know, you're only saying that a female therapist is good. Listen, like let me be real. The men who are therapists are not usual. They are unusually emotionally aware and sensitive men. They are not the same type as your husband. If, if this is your issue that he's very emotionally um, you know, not present you know, you may fall in love with your male therapist because he's so fucking emotionally open, but the overlap between him and your husband is going to be low. So that's why I say maybe read books is better, you know, like read, read like the shit Tim Ferris writes or something like that can help you understand your husband. Read the stuff he reads, go on the websites he goes on to understand more about him, you know, and, um, and, and couples therapy can help because any good couples counselor can can translate people to one another. But, you know, <laughs> but it it would be a risk, man, right, for real. Like if you're like an emotionally starved woman and you find yourself, I have a post about this. A woman wrote, I'm in love with my male therapist. You know, if the only thing you're not getting from your husband is emotion, and then like once a week you go and you find yourself a man that understands your emotion. I mean, I don't know, like, like you know, I've I've seen people develop a lot of transference in those situations. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, but you know, of course there's excellent male therapists, obviously there's excellent male therapists, um, (laughs) but in this unique situation, you know, that, that may not be the best choice, unless it is the best choice. Unless you think that, you know, you have never really had good relationships with men. Here's the situation where a woman should get a male therapist. If you have never trusted men and you think that all men are assholes and your father left and he was a piece of shit and whatever, whatever then you should get a male therapist because that will show you that there are men that are emotionally aware and can be caring and, uh, you know, safe and stable presences in your life. So that's the situation where you should. And I have a whole post about whether you should get a therapist similar to you or different or whatever. But that's beyond the scope of this because we are ending. So I hope that you got a lot of useful intel out of this episode and I will talk to you all soon. Have a great day.